Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Good morning and uh, pre-Gudyantif to all those who are joining here live in Pilch Hall at Temple Beth Am. Hello to anyone who is uh, joining via Zoom. And good morning to those who are joining via Facebook Live, either on my profile or Temple Beth Am's page. And hello, whatever time it is, if you are listening to this on the Temple Beth Am podcast. It's Friday morning in Los Angeles, and uh, it's Erev Sukkot. And it's uh, another opportunity for us to claim a few moments uh, for spiritual calmness and focus and intentionality. <clears throat> the notion I want to share with us before we go into the meditation, which I'm going to develop a little more um a little more expansively tomorrow morning in shul is the tenuousness um, of the joy of Sukkot, which I think also relates to the tenuousness of the joy of life. Um, Sukkot is v'samachta bechagecha. You're supposed to be happy in your holiday. It's supposed to be a time of great joy. Zman simchatenu. At the end of Sukkot, we start asking God for rain, or we Start saying Mashiv Haruach because if we were in the land of Israel, that's when the rainy season would begin. And yet, there's an interesting piece of Talmud in the in Masachat Sukkah, which says that if it rains on the first day of Sukkot, which by the way it might a tiny bit tomorrow, and on the East Coast it's apparently a deluge right now. Not that the Talmud had any in you know connection to California or New York weather when it was being written. That it's a curse. It's a kala. Um, and the Talmud analogizes it to how should you take it? What, what sign should you be taking from God if you go into your sukkah the first day and it's raining? It's as if a servant is um, offering some drink to a master, and the master basically takes it and throws it back in the servant's face. Right? It's the master's way of saying, I, I don't want this right now. I don't want this service. So if God is is pouring down on your sukkah, it's, according to this theology, some indication that God is not happy with you, God is not uh, pleased, and is rejecting your service. And the piece of it that I, I think is worth extracting is how close on the calendar rain is what we beg for, what we need, what we celebrate. Simchat Beit HaShoeba in the middle of Sukkot is like a a almost bacchanalian um, celebration of the water season coming up, but a few days earlier, it's considered a curse. It's the opposite of what we need. And I think there's something about the juxtaposition um, and, 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 and the, the near misses of joy that sometimes if something is exactly right, it feels exquisite. And if it's a little bit off, it doesn't feel a little bit off. It feels awful. And I wonder if that's one of the things that uh, this part of the Sukkot holiday is dealing with. And I think that's something worth meditating on. So that's the piece of Torah that I want us to have in our minds. Uh, with that in mind, if you haven't already, I invite you to close your eyes. Start letting the power of stillness and eyes close not for slumber but for a different type of wakefulness to start to its magic.
Each of us have been up for probably a few hours. It's maybe the first time in the day that we're meeting ourselves again, greeting ourselves, noticing our bodies, and just being intentionally grateful for being here and being alive. We are aiming for poised rest. We're not heading for a nap or for a night's sleep, but for a restfulness that is very alert, very attuned to what's around us. And to quote another one of my teachers, your aim is to repose in yourself. Find all that you need for repose and for serenity entirely within you. You need nothing else in this moment. The capacity of your mind and of your spirit provides all that is required for a holy repose. Bring attention to your breathing. Breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. You can deepen and elongate the breaths if you like. Or you can keep them at the normal pace, but just Note them. Move it from automatic to intentional. From accidental to luxurious. Allow your mind to travel to parts of the body that you're not realizing until you get there and your mind are holding tension. Your shoulders are hunched, let them hang and sag. If your brow is furrowed, let it be slack and at ease. If you're holding your belly because our society somehow tricks us into thinking we must, Just let it go. Don't use any extra muscle. Just let your body take the shape that it is. The sense of appreciation. And if your jaw is tight, allow it to be slack. And see if you can breathe out the tension of the night tension of the week. Just as if you're letting air out of a balloon. It's just dissipating. Making you more supple. More well. More tranquil.
I want you to think of simcha, of the joy in your life, the joy found with another person, the joy found in doing a mitzvah, forming a ritual, the joy you search for in prayer. Think of it as the needle in the groove of the vinyl record. When it's in the exact right spot, the sound is sweet. You could stay there for hours. And when it's a tiny bit off, it can be intolerable. Just think of dynamics in your life where that holds true. Where the width of the bullseye is very narrow. Where slightly off feels entirely off. Where, as it were, when it rains today, perfection. When it rained yesterday, a curse. Just notice those divides, those continental divides that grant you joy and simcha and that prevent it. For the moment, don't try to solve it. Just observe what comes into your mind when that dynamic is reinforced. Just note it with a curiosity, with no judgment, no solutionizing. Just note that it is indeed the case. And as situations flow through your mind that are akin to that dynamic, using the power of this deep meditative place, ask yourself, what role do you play in having that slightly off, feel so off? And can you soften that? Can you be the force that makes the needle slightly out of groove? Be okay. It makes the situation 
that's just a little imperfect, still be blessed and not cursed? Can you widen the bullseye of Simcha? So that if it rains, even on the first day of Sukkot, it's all right. Can you be that force? Can you offer that gift in your relationships and to yourself? Can it be because of you that more moments are Zman Simchatenu, the time of our great joy? Esa <laughs> 
screen and those you have it in front of you can recite it with me three times. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. And I wish everyone a shalom and a shabbat shalom and a chag sameach and a good yantif and a namaste. And if you want to hear a slightly expanded or or altered version of that. I'll be speaking about that tomorrow morning and the connection between that idea and the word ach and the vahita ach sameach verse about Sukkot. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.